Hello, my Embrace Life Bully peeps. I hope all of you are doing fantastic. You know, I know it has been a quite a bit of time <laughs> since my last podcast. And, you know, the really the reason for that is like, just like all of us, I didn't, I need to take a little break. I need to take a little downtime, a little me time. You know, I, I, in March, I had a situation, I had a PTSD situation that had happened to me. And I needed to take some time to reground, recenter, and really just reprogram and redevelop me. Um, not in a way of like super intensity, but just in a way of just taking time. And that's one thing that, that's one reason really why I created this podcast. I mean, the podcast is for me, absolutely, for me to just get things out there because I always had such a hard time expressing myself, telling my story, really just reflecting on things that I was going through. And I realized throughout my life coaching business that by me learning, it enhances my business because then it allows me to be able to, you know, be in the same shoes as my clients. And that is a beautiful, that is just a beautiful part of my job, right? This is a beautiful part of this world I am creating. You know, all of us embrace life. We do, you know, we will embrace it. We'll just keep going. We do all of that thing so amazingly well. But I want people to learn how to embrace life boldly. And boldly meaning that do the uncomfortable things, do the scary things, learn new ways, create new habits, develop yourself in a way that is beyond your imaginable dreams because really we're all limitless. We are all divine sources, divine light, living in a human body learning our soul wants to learn to be able to ascend to the next life and that's what this is all about so we're going to have some new things coming up new things in the program we're going to have some oracle readings we're going to have some psychic people on we're going to learn have more spiritual development coming along we're just going to have really the nits and grits of like emotions and shame and doubt and despair grief all of that so If you're along for the ride with me, keep on listening. Thank you so much. And anytime you want to comment or, you know, just give a shout out, that would be awesome. Or share the podcast. Um, Be all means, please, 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 please do. You know, the more, the more we align people with the way in the world of how we want the world to be, the more it will become to be. And so there you are, my friends. And until next time, Keep loving, keep growing, and keep embracing life boldly. All right, so let's get into it. Ego. (laughs) What is the ego? Ego. Ego is your mental mind. Ego can be something that is of wonder, (laughs) something that is like, we want to control. Ego can be conditioned beliefs, conditioned behaviors. Ego can be so many amazing things as well as so many frustrating, annoying things. So let's get this started. Hello, everybody. This is your life coach, Tammy Ward, coming at you from the Embrace Life Boldly podcast. And today we're, I just want to discuss ego with you. I wouldn't discuss ego because I think there's a lot of it that a lot of people don't really realize what it's all about. And perhaps they're being taught or they hear something in the societal 
societal, I don't even know what to say there, societal something, societal social media, societal words that people should stop their ego or their egotistical or their arrogant ego, all that other stuff. And really, I, this is what I have to say about it. So a lot of light workers, spiritual workers, such as myself and others, you know, have you ever wondered why we're always asking you guys to begin to heal your inner child, right? Or at, or at least connect medita meditatively on your inner child to be able to heal inner child stuff. I mean, cause a majority of us, myself included, has had trauma or drama, drama, trauma <laughs> from our childhood, either it be from a sibling, from parents, from middle school, from a, a family member, fill in the blank, right? There's some drama, trauma from childhood. And when I mean childhood, I don't, I'm not just talking about, you know, infancy to like nine or 10. I'm talking about childhood until your brain is cognitively developed to begin to make choices and begin to understand why you're making those choices, right? So that could be for men, 25. For females, uh, I don't know, uh, say anywhere from, you know, 17 on, right? And sometimes we live in such a child mentality that we can always be in that state. So that's what I'm talking about. So it's important to check in with our inner child because the ego and the inner child are the same thing. They really are. And this is where I come to believe that. You know, my thing is, any of you that have started off on a spiritual journey, um, we begin to gain awareness. Right. And, and so for some people, they don't even have to go through a, a spiritual journey. They just know that they are aware of certain things and the awareness ends up showing us all the shit talk, right? We end up giving ourselves or the way we put ourselves in situations that, that feed our insecurities, you know, awareness is hard, but awareness is good, right? It's, it's the most amazing gift we can give ourselves because once we have awareness of who we are, how we are, how we act, when we act that way, you know, what causes us to begin to act on ways that we don't like, or, you know, again, feed our insecurities, you know, with all that, there's many reasons of why we do that. First off, let's just go through that. The reason this process of awareness can start out so difficult is because we're gaining information about ourselves right? We're gaining that information on, oh shoot, I did not realize that when I'm around Cindy Luhu, that I may act like the Grinch, right? I mean, we understand these things, you know, um, it's because it's kind of like in between the things that you like and you don't like about yourself. That's really what awareness is. And between those two things, what we're really battling with is our ego and our soul. So really what you're truly battling with is like your mental mind and your spirit, you know, it's like, how does your mental mind respond to things to vice? How does your spirit want to respond to things? What is the best way for you to be able to present yourself to the rest of the world and to yourself? Most importantly, let's not forget that, but gaining awareness is good because it's actually the best form of therapy, best form of therapy, especially if you are, in that transformation of creating new habits, shifting new different patterns in your life, that spiritual journey that I talked about earlier. And after a while, when you've practiced some awareness or when you're gaining some awareness, 
and you, or you hang out with your awareness. <laughs> That's what I like to call it. I'm like hanging out with my awareness. You realize that damn ego sure does talk a lot, right? Your mental mind, your monkey mind, it talks a lot, right? And who, who's listening and who's talking? <laughs> Is it you that's listening? Is it you that's talking? I mean, I could say that um, if you guys haven't already, um, Don Miguel, Don, Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. definitely has a great book out there called The Mystery of Self. And it's really huge on that. And I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying the book is good. I'm not in any shape or form related to the person or, you know, <laughs> I'm like, they're like sponsor, right? I'm just saying like, it's a good book for you to understand how the ego freaking talks to us and whether we are the one listening or the one talking. But anyway, I went on a rant there. Um, the thing about it is, is that because we have developed the awareness after that practice, you see the ego is talking about how much pain it's really in, right? The, everything from that conversation, from the awareness is really the ego. You come to realize you're just in a lot of pain, right? Whether from that trauma drama or from situations that has happened that has like you're, you have attached to whatever it may is. It's just that it's, it, it, it's in pain. And it, the thing about being in pain is that it's comfortable with the pain. The ego is comfortable with the pain. And the thing about that spiritual journey or shifting those habits or transformation is that you begin to understand that you no longer, you're trying to be uncomfortable by shifting those patterns and transforming and that spiritual journey, right? You, your, your ego and your spirit are at war with each other, at war with, I can't even talk, at war with each other in that moment, right? I mean, it's, it's just there. And it really it begins to fight with each other. And, you know, anytime you want to shift or transform into something or someone else, even when you like shift jobs or change jobs, or like first you didn't have a baby and now you have a baby or you weren't married and now you're married or however in a relationship, however it is for you, your body will go through things. Your mental mind will go through things saying like, oh my gosh, I'm not used to this. I'm not comfortable with this. And it will begin to like bring up things that says, Hey, this is wrong. You know, you got to fight with this person because you know, they're, they're cluttering the cabinet. And so instead of like becoming at peace with it, right. Instead of becoming in that area of peace with things, we often ta are taught by society that we should like shut our ego up kill it off. Don't pay attention to it. Um, but I have to tell you, try as you might, you still need your ego because the ego, now listen real close to this. The ego is a consciousness created by your flight fight or flight system. All it wants to do is keep you safe. That's period. Amen. That's all it wants to do. It wants to keep you comfortable. It wants to keep you safe. It wants you to not do anything outside the norm that you've already been doing that you've handled your fight or flight system with. So when you do start doing something outside of your comfort zone, like say public speaking or shifting bad habits into healthy habits, cutting back sugar, uh, what else, what else was, uh, or not going out because you need some time, you know, like, so like maybe sometimes you like, will tell your friends like, Hey, I, I just don't want to go out tonight. I need some time to myself. 
and your mental mind, your ego might come up and say, Oh, what are you doing? Like, they're not going to ask you again. So if you don't do it now, it may not happen later, right? That's your fucking ego, right? That's your damn ego coming up your monkey mind, your mental state from that fight or flight system saying, Whoa, whoa, pussycat. What are you doing? <laughs> you can't do that. You're not strong enough. You have nothing good to say about yourself. You're going to fail. So why try anyway, right? Your friends will never call you again, whatever it may be. So you really cannot kill your ego, nor shut it off. But the good news is, this is the great news. <coughs> Excuse me. You can learn to reprogram it. And, and that's really the thing about life, right? You're, you're always reprogramming, reparenting, you know, uh, things like that, you know. Better yet. When we pre-program, you can heal. You can heal it by aligning yourself with forward growth. And that comes in the forms of actions, new thoughts, things like that. And one of those forward growth actions is chatting and healing, as we said, that inner child. And the reason why we want to go back to that inner child is because again, the fight or flight system, right? These domesticated belief systems that was giving to us these societal acceptance that we were given as we're growing up in life. That is, that is like the main reasons of why we want to be able to heal that inner child, because that in, healing that inner child will heal the ego. It will begin to bring awareness about so the inner child will heal. It's the same thing as reparenting yourself. Um, so, you know, to learn to reparent yourself from the grown up you, right? <laughs> the grown up you, and be the voice and do the actions of what you needed and how you needed it when you were a child. Cause I mean, face it, all of us kind of think, all of us kind of can go back to a situation in our childhood, whatever age that was, and just think, man, I wish somebody would have told me this. I wish somebody would have comforted me this way. I wish if I would have learned this, right? Stop wishing, stop wishing could have, would have, could have had a hoo and do it, right? Begin to reparent yourself by simply doing those actions and giving yourself that love that no one was able to as a child, or at least not in the way that you needed for you. You could have had the most loving parents upon this planet, but yet perhaps they didn't love you the way you needed to be loved. And that's the whole reason why we have love languages, right? And that's the whole reason why our love languages shift all the time. Now for me, when I began to heal my inner child, I definitely needed to understand how to play. I, you know, outside with me in the, in the early eighties, when I was a kid, I mean, I was born in 77. So, you know, in the early eighties is when I was really a child. And so, you know, we were just told to go outside, you know, just be up, be gone all the time. And we really didn't have that parental guidance. We didn't really have, you know, any parent helping us not to have, you know, Tim, Billy, Susie, and, and Mary punching us on the playground and we coming to help, <laughs> right? That didn't happen. We had to figure that shit out. <laughs> and so now when I began to heal my inner child, I had to begin to understand that one, to be playful and two, that being outside can be joyful. I could relearn. So what I did at first was I, um, I would take my inner child on runs with me. And literally I would have no music. 
I would just sit there and pretend, visualize, really visualize in my mind that my inner child, say round 10 was running with me. And I would be just begin to talk with her and say, look, this can be fun for us. We don't have to be like, oh my gosh, you know, we can't run that fast or we or people are chasing us, whatever it was. I just began to just be like, let's enjoy the nature. Let's enjoy the moment. Let's just enjoy moving our body and loving our body just as it is, right? No matter how heavy, how light, how how athletic, how runner ability it is, just love, right? And just being playful, you know, I, I then began to, you know, just do little playful things with myself as an inner child, like, you know, perhaps color or paint or, um, I like, I like to play connect four. So I would just play connect four, right? I mean, just those things. But I think that the most important part when I began to heal my inner child was just being able to teach her how to be safe in any environment. And what I mean by, by any environment is how to be safe in a school atmosphere, how to be, how to feel safe, um, when around a bunch of people, you know, because again, the healing of my inner child also had to do with the healing of my PTSD when I was in the military, because when I was in the military, because I did have my inner child was not healed yet. My ego was taking over in those time frames and really just, it, it was really just destroying me on the inside because no one had really taught me how to interact authentically as me in any environment. And so, because now I know, I think it's, I think Brene Brown said it best when I think, I think it was Brene Brown where she talks about how, like, I can be who I am anywhere I am. Right. And, and that deals with a lot of inner child work that deals with a lot of, um, a lot of awareness. Right. And so once that, once that part of us begins to heal that inner child, then our ego, cause then we'll come from a place of saying, whoa, whoa, Hey, I don't need to act that way. You know, I know that that way comes from this past experience and I don't need to be like that. And so I offer you just the thought of, you know, possibly just sitting around one day and write down a couple things that you didn't receive as a child, as a teenager, as a middle 20 year old, right? Write those things down and, and see where, what it is that you can give your inner child to be able to help it, to be able to allow it to grow into the adult that you are, right? To reprogram it, to reparent it. So that way, when your ego comes up and it says, oh my gosh, you're not worthy. Oh my gosh, you can't do that. Oh my gosh, this is new. What do I do now? Right? You have that foundation of strength within you to be able to come from a place of being like, okay, well, listen, I know I'm a little nervous. I know I'm scared. I know I'm not sure how it's going to go down, but I, at least I'm coming from my own self and I know my own self now because I have healed my inner child and I am now the person I, you see in front of you today, right? That doesn't mean you're not going to have bad moments, right? That doesn't mean you're going to have moments throughout the week, throughout the day where it's like, what the hell, right? You're going to have moments. Cause again, you cannot kill, you cannot shut out. You cannot do anything else with your ego, but perhaps just have that awareness of it and reprogram it and really 
that's what I know about the ego. No, I'm sure I'll do other more podcasts about the ego or, or here on my YouTube podcast, however you're listening or watching more about it. But I'm just saying, just start, have the awareness, write a couple things down that you didn't receive as a child that you would love to have now. And if you're still a little confused about what that might be, well, then just write down like, you know, Hey, am I a playful person? Am I a playful and kind person? Do I offer space for other people to listen? And do I offer space for myself to be my authentic self? Right. And if you don't even know who your authentic self is, that's a great way to start, right? Write a little description of who your inner child is, right? What, who were you as a child? Are you still the same person? Did you grow any at all? Or do you still hold a lot of those fears and doubts still in you? Just have that awareness. Um, and you don't have to be going through a spiritual journey to do that. You know, it's just one of those things where, you know, obviously if you found this podcast, this episode, then you obviously are looking for something. And so that's the greatest place to start. And, um, yeah, that's what's up. And again, believe in yourself, believe that you can do this, believe in yourself in so many different ways that is beyond, beyond any belief system or any societal system has taught you. Okay. Until next time, keep loving, keep growing and keep embracing life boldly.